is Esports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Trust the team that your favorite teams trust at GaryAshton.com. Uh, of course, Superbook Sports gets you in on all the action. Win or lose, they'll match your first bet up to $1,000. So download the Superbook app today. True Math Fitness, a new way to work out for you to achieve your fitness goals. I'm down 33 pounds. You can start your process to do the same at TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free. And Two Rivers Ford, the best car buying experience possible. 2023 model year Fords available right now at TwoRiversFord.com. So, with all of the uh, consternation about the Titans' offense, understandably so, they have scored 17 points three straight weeks. 17 points has been enough for two wins and one loss against the Chiefs in, in overtime. There is a situation for uh, there is a situation for the Titans where they continue to um, they continue to slog it out now. I thought that the offense did well in that game against the number one passing defense. They came out with a plan. Derrick Henry got bottled up, and things uh, things are a bit constipated at times. They start with six straight punts in that game before they get a touchdown drive out of the two-minute drill, and it is, uh, you know, it's been tough sledding for them all year long for a variety of different reasons. So when Mike Frabel was asked about the offensive coordinator situation today, it gave an unsatisfactory response. Now, I think there's a couple of ways to look at this, but first let's start with your Two Rivers Ford take. Uh, in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, what matters more for the Titans' offense, plays or players? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, and we will discuss at length what matters more for the Titans' offense, plays or players. We will discuss uh, together uh, right after I remind you that Two Rivers Ford makes the Two Rivers Ford take possible. I think that that is the place that you know for over 40 years, nearly 40 years, Two Rivers Ford has been serving Middle Tennesseans with award-winning customer service and quality American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford has so many different ways for you to shop whether it's to go out to the dealership in Mount Juliet, just six miles east of Nashville International Airport, you can go online and custom order your next Ford the way that I did at tworiversford.com. Or you can call one of their non-commissioned salespeople. The number is easy. 1-800-900-1000 to get your process started today. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So what matters more for the Titans offense, players or plays? The answer is both, right? They need talent, but they also need to have a scheme that's going to be advantageous uh, advantageous for them. Whether they have gotten that at this point, results would indicate that they are more successful than not, despite the offense struggling the way that it does. And I think for the Tennessee Titans, uh, I think for the Tennessee Titans, we we almost it's almost a hamster wheel kind of a conversation it's been a similar form of a of the conversation for basically every year but 2020 when there was no home field advantage for teams 
uh, in the COVID season when there was uh, offense and scoring was up across the league and the Titans had the fourth best offense in football. They're clearly, they're clearly struggling. Will Dodson Jr. says PK uh, is a savage for asking the million dollar question. So yes, Paul Kaharski asked a version of the offensive coordinator question today. And I want you to listen to Mike Vrabel's response because I think that's what has everybody more upset than they otherwise might have been. Um, again, we've we've been through that. As far as the play call, Todd talks to the, the quarterback. You know, so whether he calls every play, I tell him I want a play called. I, that's uh, He talks to the quarterback. You satisfied with the way play calling's gone this year? Yeah, I'm, you I think as long as the play calls are um, given to the signal caller in, in a timely fashion and that we have time to get out there, whether it's offensively or defensively, make a call. Um, yeah, I think players are more important than plays. I think uh, teammates are, are more important than players. So hopefully you know, we're getting these guys the call and they understand the details, but there, there's, there's no magic call. We called a flea flicker yesterday. It was very well executed by the players, and, and that's why we scored a touchdown. So, you know, we have to, to make sure that we're getting them the call, which I think we are, and that we're communicating, and the call that we're getting, that everybody understands what's, be, what's being asked of them. But you don't think uh, innovation? Next question. Them? How have you seen that, Terrence Mitchell? So, Mike's over it, right? And... <laughs> You know, Vrabel, uh, it's not the response that people are looking for. It's not the response that Paul is looking for because Paul asks him about, are you literally the question, are you satisfied with play calling? And I wonder if you notice that Mike Vrabel literally described his satisfaction with the act of getting the call in as opposed to what I think people are seeking to hear, which is, are you satisfied with the job that Todd Downing is doing? Mike answers the question without giving Paul anything, intentionally so, because he's just describing the process that they go through to get the play in, right? He's just, he's not going to, he's not going to engage. So I think that, uh, I think that, it is, I think that part of it's being missed that Mike literally just said, you know, no, I'm not going to give you anything on this. I'm literally going to res- describe to you the the protocol, the process of Todd talks to the quarterback. The quarterback gets the call. We have to get the players the call. I think we're doing that in a timely fashion. <laughs> it is, uh, it's, it's pretty funny if you actually listen to it. Now, I'm sure you don't think it's funny because you're frustrated with your offense and and on and on and on it goes. But it it is interesting to me how unwilling he is to engage on that. And that's just how it's going to be. It, there's always going to be this kind of there's always going to be this kind of back and forth uh with Mike about certain things, with Mike about injuries, with Mike about players, with Mike about his coaching staff. So um, you know, I understand why people are frustrated by that. I think that uh I think that people uh I think that people are understandably frustrated, but you also have to, you have to also get who you're dealing with. Now, 
that may not be a satisfactory situation for you. Um, Patrick Steckman said, in other words, he just said no. Uh, no, that's he didn't say no to are you satisfied with the play calling? He said, yeah, I'm satisfied with how we get the play call in. It, it's it's a it's an answer, a le, a more literal answer than obviously Paul or you know whomever would ask that question or that you guys were seeking the answer to the question. It's a very literal definition and response to. <laughs> to the the act of the play call which again I think pisses people off more so um I think that uh I think that it is agitating I understand why it would be agitating to you you want answers and Mike's not going to give them to you Mike doesn't Mike doesn't care um he's not he he does not care about what it is that the criticism of either me of Paul of you about what it is that the job that he's doing. He's going to do the job the way that he thinks it's best being done. And what he thinks is best right now is Todd Downing on that staff. And Todd Downing's not going anywhere. They're winning their division. They're six and three on the year. They make enough offensive plays to be six and three on the year. And yes, they are very, very much suspect by the time they get to the postseason because they cannot continue to live this, this close to the vest. But they they are entrenched in their position and he's not ever going to acknowledge uh he's not ever going to acknowledge what it is that you're saying on twitter or that whatever you're commenting on fa- in your titans facebook groups after the fact or what your commentary in the youtube chat of this show is right he's just he literally doesn't care he's going to do the job how he thinks he needs to do the job and bleep you if you think otherwise, basically. Now, he's never going to come out and say that publicly, but in an honest moment, and I know Mike to be a very genuine person, that would basically be the train of thought. So I think that I think that people have to acknowledge that. And and I'll we'll read more of your comments here in just a second. I'm going to remind you quickly, though, that uh, Superbook Sports is where you go to wager on all the action this season. Uh, the NFL, the NBA, college basketball, or football, Superbook Sports accepts wagers on every major sport. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose, in the Superbook app. So download the Superbook app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So uh, I think that, uh, I think uh, Nate John says, I think the he low-key only likes Teresa, who, Teresa Walker of the Associated Press. You know, Mike hates all of us on on various days. <laughs> uh, he he generally has more disdain for Paul than most. I would say on a recurring basis. I think John Glennon is a sneaky least favorite of Vrabel, and it's not about who's necessarily favorites. We're there to do the job, so we're there to do a job, and so is he. He is getting through the function that he is required to do on a regular basis as part of the NFL's media obligations. And, uh, you know, Mike hates us all on any given day. He's even had moments where Teresa takes too long to ask a question and he'll get a little snappy because Mike Vrabel's entire life is built around efficiency of time. And sometimes the press conferences are not an efficient use uh, of everybody's time. But I think that I think the circumstance uh, I think the circumstance for the offensive situation, you have to understand um, one, as Jacob Ray correctly says says Mike Vrabel's response is never going to be, yeah, Todd Downing's doing a bad job. He's never going to say that. 
He's never going to acknowledge that. He's never going to give you that. He's never going to give us that. He's never going to do that to Todd. Um, either, well, you know, maybe he maybe he has his own thoughts privately, but publicly, even after Todd Downing's gone, the comment is Terry is going to be well. Todd Downing, if Todd Downing goes somewhere else, Todd Down, well, Todd Downing's the the OC of the Washington football team or commanders, whatever the hell their name is. Um, you know, Todd doesn't coach for us anymore. Same thing as when he's asked about AJ. AJ doesn't play for us anymore. You know, like that's that's always that's always going to be the tact. So I get your frustration. I get why you don't like the response that he gave. But understand, that's all you're ever going to get. Um, that's all you're ever going to get from Mike Rabel as long as he's in a position like that. And, you know, uh, he'll continue to be pushed on things from time to time, and he'll continue to have those responses. It's basically been the same back and forth for now into five years. Um, Tig Smith says it's we- kind of weird for a head coach not to care what fans think. No, that's far. That's very normal. It's not their job to care what you think. I mean, if they're a bad organization and they need to do some glad handing and pandering more than the average NFL coach, yeah, they're going to do that. It's, it's like a political office. Do politicians, uh, do politicians really, really care about what their constituency thinks? Probably not. Do politicians care about the things that their constituency finds important uh, to in order to remain in office? Uh, uh, office, of course. So when Mike Vrabel wasn't, when they started out a little sluggishly, when they didn't make the playoffs in his first year, you know, Mike was probably going to be a little more diplomatic than not. It was also his first year as an NFL head coach. And now he understands that his, uh, that his record of success is going to be the thing that covers up anything else more often than not. And so Mike's going to handle press conferences the way that he handles them. Any other winning NFL coach would do the exact same. Um, you know, this is not, uh, this is not, it, it has nothing to do with, it has nothing to do with uh, ego. Well, I mean, that's not true. There's probably some ego involved in it. Uh, they all have ego. You have to have ego. Hell, I have to have ego. You probably have to have a little bit of ego to be able to, you know, feel confident in what you do, what it is that you do for a living or, or whatever the case may be. Um, so with all that being said, uh, do I think it's a problem that he doesn't care what the fans think? No, God, no. I, I, I want. I have zero interest in them listening to fans about whatever the fan commentary is. Fan commentary would have had Malik Willis in the football game, um, you know, halfway through the first quarter in the through the first three of the con- six consecutive uh, punts to start the game. No, I I have zero. Here's the thing, okay? Like my job is to uh, is to care about what it is that you guys care about and to formulate discussions off of that. In a way, it is my job to care what you think, or not necessarily to care what you think, but to care about what it is that you care about. It may not be interesting to me to talk about um, whatever the, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, Ryan Stonehouse's punning average. You know, I'm just, I'm picking a random, picking a random subject. But if on that particular day you want to talk about Ryan Stonehouse's punting average, then I'm going to make a full show out of it because that's what you care about. That's different, right? I care about what it is that you guys care about. But do I think that it would be beneficial for an NFL coaching staff to care about fan commentary? No. No. Not I I I in fact I think I think 
that there is so little to be gained from dealing with public uh, public feedback from people beyond you know who you consider to be your peers or colleagues or you know people of a certain stature within the NFL circles. Like I just I don't think that stuff is important um, at all. Not that I'm not not that I'm and I don't want you to take that the wrong way by saying. Um, I don't want you to take that the wrong way by saying that I don't care, you know, that I'm not, I don't think that you guys don't have important things to say as it relates to your football team, but I just think there, I don't see any benefit to that. No benefit really, uh, to that. I think that's, uh, I think that's how I just, I don't think that there's any, I don't think that there's any real thing to be gained there from crowdsourcing, um, from crowdsourcing football coaching. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't really um that doesn't really serve anybody all right uh so let's not get bogged down i don't you know that conversation it's just uh, that's also a hamster wheel conversation that i think is uh not terribly productive so let's keep it moving and let's talk about how concerned you are about the titans playing on a short week given what the injury report looked like today now they're only on the practice field for one day this week tomorrow uh and it'll be light at best obviously given the amount of injuries that they're already dealing with uh, Philip Fance says, well, that's where a lot of money comes from is the fans. No, the money comes from the television contracts. And like I said, I don't want to, I'm not here to diminish the importance of fans to the game. I think, you know, I never felt more, uh, value for fans than what it was to cover an NFL season during COVID when you guys weren't, a lot of you guys were not able to go to the games. So, uh, but the reality is no, they are beholden to the television contracts because the television contracts by nature of your guys' interest, you're never going to turn it off on TV. But if you're talking about, you know, anything beyond that, like people are always going to watch NFL football. So they're they're concerned about the television money. Anyway, let's keep moving. Uh, and let's talk about the Titans' concern on, or the current concern level for the Titans on a short week. We'll get into that together right after I remind you that the thing that you need to do is get the Intel Edge. You need to succeed in this red-hot Nashville real estate market from Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will go above and beyond to make sure that you have the best information on the best properties here in Middle Tennessee. While everybody else is gutting it out and not doing the most efficient thing, you can be smarter. You can trust the team that your favorite teams trust at GaryAshton.com. Commanders, by the way, just taking a late second half lead over the Eagles right now. So we'll see what results uh, this continues to play out as the Eagles look to protect their undefeated record on Monday Night Football. Meanwhile, you can go to GaryAshton.com. So what is your level of concern about playing on a show, short week given the amount of injuries for the Titans? Let's hear from Mike Vrabel on the quick turnaround. Short turnaround, what's the biggest challenge? Is it just simply... Finding some energy, as you can see right there. For your team that is so banged up, how do you, you know, is nursing their Well, I think that's part of the message is just, you know, today is a Wednesday and a Thursday. Like, that's what it is. And we have to, to tell ourselves that. We have to tell our bodies that. We have to tell our minds that. But we also have to try to, you know, do the best that we can to win the, the mental performance and the physical recovery battle here the next couple of days. Everybody deals with it. Um, you know, they, they had a, you know, a tough game against Dallas that they were able to win and overtime, so uh, they're they're dealing with the same things. Seem like you- 
So that's Mike Vrabel talking about the short turnaround. And listen, the 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 list of injured players is long. Now, like he said, today on a Monday is really a Wednesday and a Thursday combined, and tomorrow will be their Friday. So that's that's just the nature of what it is to work on a short week. Now to look at the injury report from today, it was rather lengthy. Uh, I will uh, I will give you this is an estimated injury report for what it's worth. Randy Bullock, Bud Dupree, Caleb Farley, Cody Hollister, Lonnie Johnson, Ben Jones, Jeff Simmons, Danico Autry, Aaron Brewer, Christian Fulton, Derek Henry, David Long, Roger McCreary, Elijah Molden, Kevin Strong, Ryan Tannehill, Amani Hooker. So uh, I think the uh, I think the best news on there is that Hooker would have been considered a full participant um, if they had actually held practice today, which of course they did not. So that is something to keep in mind. Um, but uh, to get any kind of reinforcements back on that defense would be helpful, even though they have continued successfully to win without much help and much depth. But uh, there's a lot, I mean, like Lonnie Johnson, Elijah Molden, guys who were quickly downgraded from questionable to out in that game. It's going to be tough to get it on a quick turnaround. Hell, it's going to be tough for Ryan Tannehill and Jeff Simmons, Jeff who missed and Ryan who played, but still obviously playing on a bad ankle. Um, this is no small feat that they're going to have to accomplish. And, and certainly the Packers are just dangery and uh, dangerous enough to dangery. I think is the word that I said, dangerous enough to make sure that they can cause you some problems, particularly at home. So we will, uh, we'll continue to keep a, uh, an eye on the situation. MB says, Buck, I'm even on the injury report for what it's worth. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope you get better. Uh, I hope that uh, I hope that you're uh, it's nothing too serious and that you will have a quick turnaround off the injury report soon. But don't ask me if you're going to come off IR anytime soon. I don't have the answer to that question right now. Uh, Nate Johnson's fat Randy. Uh, he pulled a hamstring. Eating. That's not very nice. Nate. That's not nice at all. I mean, he pulled his he he got hurt in warmups as a calf injury and he still went out there and kicked. So, you know, honestly, I think that's kind of shitty because he still came through for you in a big spot. And helped you get a win despite getting hurt in pregame warmups when you're the only kicker uh, that they have, and you have to have uh, the punter, the rookie punter, Nate St- or uh, Ryan Stonehouse, go out there and attempt uh, or try to do the the kickoffs in the second half because you're struggling so much. So let's not uh, let's let's not uh, let's not be shitty about the uh, about the effort by Randall Bullock there. All right, let's uh, keep it moving. Um, William Young says, if the NFL did not force Vrabel and other coaches to talk to reporters, then nobody would talk to the media. Why are we still on this? Can like, I mean, do you guys really care that much about the media and, and coach interaction? Like, I'm happy to explain stuff like that to you, but I just, you know, I think that's such a small percentage of people that actually care. So maybe I'm just seeing a comment or two that, that want to continue to keep that conversation going. But like, you know, yeah, Mike probably talks to us too much during the course of a week. There's not that many questions to ask beyond the beyond the obvious I would be totally fine with not doing Mike Vrabel post-game press conferences because he hasn't seen half the stuff that we're going to ask him questions about until Monday when he's had a chance to watch the view instead of being on the sidelines so yeah there's there's too much media availability but also yes if there was no required media availability nobody would talk to us why would they There's zero they have zero to gain from that other than the fact that it drives the television contracts it makes this a multi-billion dollar enterprise. All right, let's uh, talk about Caleb Farley and get into the conversation about uh, will he ever play a meaningful role for this Titans defense? That that sounds a little harsh when I read it back, but I certainly do feel that way. What was your reaction to the news that Caleb Farley has a herniated disc 
Uh, we'll read the uh, report for you if you haven't seen it. Um, I'm sure by now you have. But we'll talk about this together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What was your reaction to the news that Caleb Farley has it uh, has a herniated disc um, as first reported by Teron Davenport? We'll get into that conversation together right after I remind you that True Math Fitness is where you go to get your fitness journey started. Like I said, down 33 pounds since we started this whole 220 uh, by training camp, 200 by Super Bowl nonsense, and True Math Fitness doing a great job by me to make sure that I continue to hit my goals. Uh, True Math Fitness, their workouts are fantastic. Their group workouts, boot camp style, uh, rotational stations, about 40 to 45 minutes in length, efficient, and always there to push you, but not necessarily overexert. You're never going to feel overwhelmed. They're always going to make sure to meet you at your level and then to help bring you up that way. True Math Fitness also has personal training and an open gym. So check out any number of their membership opportunities at truemathfitness.com. And while you're there, get your first workout free. So uh, looking at the uh, looking at the Caleb Farley situation, um, I saw this first from Ian Rappaport that he was dealing with a disc issue. Then I saw the report from Tehran uh, Davenport about likely suffered a herniated disc, feared to have suffered a herniated disc during the uh, win over the Broncos on Sunday, will likely require surgery and cost Farley the rest of the season, according to Tehran's sources. So a good snag by TD there, um, and it would shut Caleb Farley down for uh, the second year, uh, the second season where he would end the year theoretically on, on injured reserve. So, you know, I think it is uh, Brian Malone with the correct answer. It's just unfortunate, man. He's, he's already, if he has the, if, and theoretically when he has this next back procedure, he will have already had in two years of an NFL as being an NFL player, two, uh, significant back procedures and two ACL repairs. It's, it's a, it's a sucky situation for a, for a dude who, you know, for all his faults, um, as a player and for the lack of progress that he's made, you, you never want to see something like that. You, you, you never want to see something like that. Now, I, it's unfortunate that, you know, the, the conversation will immediately pivot to, well, he's not necessarily, he's not a, they will not miss his absence at this point, other than to find another body to play special teams. And I think that, uh, I think that, you know, you understood at the time why the risk might be worth taking in the same way that you thought maybe Jeff Simmons might be a risk worth taking. And that one panned out, but it is, it is a, uh, it's a, it's terrible luck, uh, for a dude who's had a fair amount of it at this point in his very, very young NFL career. And so, uh, you know, I do feel for him, but man, it's just, it's, it's really hard to envision, um, how much longer his, his experience here will last, which is crazy to say, cause this is only year two. All right. So that's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show. Uh, Titans will be on the practice field, a short week of work tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the first and only day that the Titans practice. And then uh, I will fly to Green Bay tomorrow, and I'm sorry, on Wednesday. Uh, and then we will uh, we will do primetime tomorrow here in Nashville. And then from Green Bay on Wednesday, 
Remember, no primetime on Thursday because we will have the Thursday night football game. Radio show, 10 to 1 tomorrow. We will uh, we will have a lot of good Titans and Packers information for you as well. In fact, uh, I, I got an email today that NFL Network is coming in to shoot some uh, to shoot some B-roll because apparently the radio show is going to be featured on the uh, on the Amazon Prime Open. So we're very excited about that, and uh, and I hope that uh, you guys may hear a little bit of the radio show in the Amazon Prime Thursday night football open. And if not, that means I did a shitty job trying to give them whatever they were looking for when they come in to shoot that tomorrow. Uh, have a great rest of your evening, and I will talk to you tomorrow at 10 a.m. And if not, tomorrow night on primetime. See you guys. There's Matt All right, Prater. we haven't scored a point since I came in here. I am gone, guys. What? what that's but, it? But we got a couple more questions. No, nope, that's right. it. <laughs> Peace out by the GM. <laughs>